Welcome to High and Wide Radio, episode five. I'm sorry, episode six, season five. My name is Jim Microphone, and this will be a solo episode this week. Unfortunately, Jack and Kyle have life going on. Um, so, carrying the, I'm steering the ship solo this week, captaining the ship all on my own uh, until the boys, uh, until life calms down for the boys for for uh, a little bit there. So they'll be back soon. Don't fret. Uh, we do have some good content for you, uh, boys and girls, today. Uh, but first, if you're not listening live, please make sure to subscribe, follow, and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Spreaker. Uh, also, YouTube. Let's also shout out the affiliate sites for PressCoverage.com. And while you're listening to the episode, check out our site, hwhockey.net, where you can now find the Pottery Bully podcast and the Time My Skates podcast. Uh, you'll notice DG Bets is on there. Uh, Drunk Ready has betting lines coming out uh, pretty much every day. Um, and also look out for tomorrow the five fun things about your Philadelphia Flyers for the Let It Fly Friday. So uh, with no further ado, let's kind of get to the Flyers a little bit here. And they're, they're going through it a little bit. Um, you know, I, I can't say that we didn't see this coming, right? I think pretty much everybody in the world uh, knew that the Flyers weren't going to be a top team in the NHL. Uh, they weren't even playing like one for most of the season so far. And, uh, you know, the, the lack of skill has shown up in recent games. You can only uh, win games just based off pure will for so long. And, you know, they started out 4-1. and one. It was a very nice surprise, right? They were, you know, Carter Hart was single-handedly winning them games, who he's still 5-0-2, has not lost in regulation yet this season, Carter Hart. Uh, unfortunately, Felix Sandstrom's 0-3 in games when he has started. Um, but, you know, Flyers started 4 I'm sorry, 4-1. and Since then, they have one win, two overtime losses, and two regulation losses. Uh, the two regulation losses, uh, one was 3-0 to the Sharks. Everybody remembers that Sunday game, first game home off the road trip. Uh, and then, unfortunately, last night they lost 5-2 against the Toronto Maple Leafs, who were struggling. Uh, but unfortunately, the Toronto just has too much star power for a team like the Flyers to to beat right now. Uh, you know, you're looking at Tavares. Uh, Tavares scored his hat trick. Uh, Austin Matthews. You got Mitch Marner. I mean, they, there's too much talent on that team. Uh, factor in that Felix Sandstrom started the 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 game, and Flyers really had zero chance, in, in my opinion, to win that game. And uh, you know, you know, it it is what it is. A valiant effort the night before against the New York Rangers, lost one nothing. You, know, you go back to the games uh, past season or so with New York, and Flyers were just blown out. Like that's a rivalry game. I'm okay with the one nothing overtime loss to the New York Rangers. Do I do I like it? No, I want to beat the Rangers every chance I get. But the way that they played, they were they're outskilled, and they're going to be outskilled most games throughout the course of the season. So I don't know who out there. There was a tweet. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because I'm feeling feeling a little petty these days, and not so much petty. But at, at what point, like, there are some people on on the bird app that are just out to prove people wrong, I guess, uh, or or they want to see they want to sound the smartest. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look up this tweet real quick here, and it's by uh, Flyers Puck Sauce. No problem with the guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. 
some of the worst, absolute worst takes you're ever going to see on Twitter. And if you just give me one second here. Okay. I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like the Flyers and a segment of their fans are about to get a big wake-up call during this back-to-back, starting tonight against the Rangers. Now, just in case you didn't know, Flyers had a back-to-back away against the New York Rangers, who made it to the Stanley Cup. I'm sorry, made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and then they played the second night of a back-to-back against the Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the most skilled rosters in the NHL. Sure, they're going through it a little bit in Toronto. Second night of a back-to-back. Quite honestly, even if the Flyers were good, there was a pretty good chance they were going to lose that second game of a back-to-back. So, Sauce Jimmy, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. A segment of their fans are about to get a wake-up call? Did anybody out there think the Flyers were going to go 2-0? and at New York, at Toronto. Who are you talking about? What are you talking about? Does anybody know? If you're listening, let me know. Shoot me a message on Twitter. Maybe he meant this. Maybe he meant that. Does anybody out there think the Flyers have a shot at the Stanley Cup? Does anybody out there think the Flyers are actually good? They're finding ways to win games. They're finding ways to grind out points. They should have lost in regulation to the New York Rangers. They should have lost maybe in regulation to the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that's clearly better than them, right? Instead, you know, the Flyers didn't look bad against Carolina. It was the second night of a back-to-back for Carolina. Flyers were, I think they were winning late. And Carolina, a good team, able to claw back, send the game to overtime, and they, they got the extra two points. Good for the Flyers for getting a point. Because the Carolina Hurricanes are top to bottom better than the Flyers. I don't care how they got the point. I don't care how they get two points. If it's because of Carter Hart. If it's because of timely goal scoring. I don't care. This team is not supposed to win games. Anytime they get two points, it's a bonus. What you should be watching the Flyers for this year is for continuous improvement. It's to see who's going to be here next year for John Tortorella and who's not. You're not watching for wins. You're not watching for the Stanley Cup. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to be a bottom five team. They just so happen to start out 4-1. Carter Hart's playing phenomenal. You can be happy about those things. You don't need a wake-up call because you like those things. So people like this Flyers puck sauce guy that need to be the smart guy all the time and you know tell other people that they're stupid... That bothers the hell out of me. Flyers fans, don't worry about a a wake-up call. Just have some fucking fun. Don't worry about that curmudgeon. Go enjoy yourselves. Carter Hart's playing out of his mind. This is how he's supposed to be. Carter Hart is, is developing into a star right before your eyes. So it's okay. That the Flyers are are winning games because of him. It's okay to win games because of your goalie. It's okay. Root for him. Be happy for him. Stop worrying about can he sustain it. Because he might be able to. Maybe. Who? Why can't he? Just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Stop waiting for the negative to come. 
Enjoy the enjoy the process. Stop waiting for the negative. Be happy. The Flyers are still first 10 games of the season, 5-3 and 2. Did you see that coming? I didn't see that coming. I'll take it. Flyers are in top 4 in the Metro right now. Could very easily slide down that slope this month. It's probably going to happen. Right? And we'll get to Torts' comments on on last night's game because there's you know, I, I think he realizes that wins don't matter this year. Wins are the bonus, but what matters is the process. What matters is how they play games. What matters is who who's giving up. What matters is who's you know who's still being the leader out there. Who's still busting their ass, even though they're down four to two against clearly uh, an inf- um, they're they're the inferior team. You know, it's it's who's still playing hard. You know, when you're down. Uh, who's still keeping their head up, right? And uh, you know, let's let's get to the uh, post game comments here real quick. So here you go, John Tortorella after last night's game. It's a little bit of the same that's going on with us as far as making plays. When you find yourself repeating yourself over and over and saying, you know, you need to see those yeah. It's our job. It's our job to help them. Uh, we're going to keep on working at it. But, uh, uh, for the most part, I thought. Uh, our guys had a lot of try. Some guys, some, some guys know. Uh, that that's where that that's where some of my frustration is. Uh, not so much in the result, but how guys, just how guys are, uh, the effort that's put in sometimes. Overall, how have you felt about this team coming together early? A lot of new faces, but you know, it hasn't. It hasn't come together. It, it, it's still a ways away. Uh, that, that's part of our job as a coaching staff to, to bring it together. It, it's going to take some time. Uh, uh, found a way to win some games with some really good goaltending that's given us an opportunity. But uh, we, we still have a ton of work to do to, to be considered a team that's coming together. A lot of shots against the last few games, John. Is that going to be a focus for you guys to kind of try to minimize that and just minimize you know, playing in your own end? Yeah. Yeah, and, and playing in your own end as much as we have, it's due to a little bit of not having the puck and, and making more plays. Uh, uh, somehow we've got to instill some confidence in our players to not be afraid to make a mistake and make some plays. Uh, at times we do. Uh, you know, I, I think after we scored the second goal, I thought we had a little bit of juice in our game and started making some play starter four checking. But it, it, it's certainly not consistent enough uh, uh, in a 60-minute hockey game. So it, it's going to continue to work at it. Despite the result, do you think um, you know there's some positives to take away for you guys? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There, there. I'm not going to name names. I, I, I'm, I'm really, uh, really happy about how some guys, uh, their effort tonight, uh, how they handled certain situations. Uh, but on the other side, there's some. There's some situations that just absolutely disgust me, and uh, those are the things we have to work through. Uh, well, when you're when you're building a team, uh, you're not only looking to build and and grow your players, you're also looking for players that you simply don't think are going to be part of it, and that separates itself as you go through all this process here. So that's part of our job. All right, so you heard the comments. He's looking for players who 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 think they'll who don't think they'll be a part of the team, which, interesting, right? Who doesn't think that they want to be here? You know, they might be better off somewhere else. Is it too much for them? 
right? Is, is John Tortorella asking for too much? And, uh, you know, obviously one of the first players that comes to mind for me is Morgan Frost. Uh, I know he didn't play last night, but is he capable of playing the way John Tortorella needs him to play? I don't think so. He's an offensive player, and we're hearing it starting to come out. When Tortorella talks about Morgan Frost, I mean, he said it. You know, is he an offensive guy? I heard he is. I haven't necessarily seen it from Morgan Frost. And, you know, not great. If, if you're an offensive player and you're not producing offensively, guess what? You better be good at defense. You better be putting bodies on bodies. And that's not Morgan Frost's style of game. Now, if you want an example of a player who has changed his game since being drafted, Scott Lawton, right? With the OHL Oshawa Generals, you know, 56 points, 53 points, 20-goal guy. In his last year with the Generals, put up 87 points in 47 games. First year with the Phantoms, put up 27 points in 39 games. So played very well with the Phantoms. Um, not so well with the Flyers, 6 points in 31. That's next season with the Flyers, 21 points in 71. And next season, he played almost the entire AHL season down in Lehigh, 39 points in 60 games. So he had to change his game if he wanted to stick around. Uh, 20 points in the 2017-18 season with the Flyers, 32 the next, 27, 20, uh, 30, and 67 um, for, for Scott Law. And his career high in goals was 13. Career high in assists is 20. Um, you know, he, he had to figure it out. He's kind of a Swiss uh, army knife kind of guy where you can play all over the lineup, play wherever he's needed. This is a guy that's a candidate for captain, in my opinion, for Philadelphia Flyers. I think he's the only guy wearing the A still. Uh, is Morgan Frost a Scott Lawton? Can he be what Scott Lawton is? No, I'm going to tell you, no, I don't believe so. It's unfortunate because I, I, I'm rooting for Morgan Frost. We all are. We all want him to be what a lot of people said he was going to be. Do you remember when and when we first was drafted? Oh, the next Claude Giroux. We got Claude Giroux's replacement. It's not even close. Nothing like Claude Giroux. And you know what's missing, in my opinion, the tenacity. Giroux had a little bit of that. Right? Think back. You remember. Remember when Giroux laid out Sidney Crosby in the playoffs? When the hell have you ever seen Morgan Frost lay a hit on anybody like that in his life? I'm not saying he's got to be Claude Giroux. But you've seen Scott Lawton mix it up, get into the dirty areas, right? Show some passion. When's the last time you've seen passion from Morgan Frost? You know, and he's not a Ben Simmons, but he has the same sort of personality on the ice as Ben Simmons. Do you know what I mean? Which is odd because he hasn't done anything. He's signed to a one-year deal, prove it contract. You would assume different. You would assume more from Morgan Frost. Um, so, yeah. When I hear that kind of talk from John Tortorella, he's the first guy that comes to mind. Now, obviously, Wade Allison's been in the doghouse for some time. Um, I'm not going to speculate on any other player. Morgan Frost is the easy one for me because he's been recently benched. He was uh, benched for the game last night. Uh, Torts also mentioned he's really happy with some guys and disgusted with others in certain situations. You know, Now, I don't know who... Came to mind last night, but Morgan Frost didn't play, so it couldn't have been Morgan Frost. I'm curious to know who he's talking about there. 
he also mentions the team hasn't come together yet, which is normal. They're 10 games into a season. This team is not going to be the team that's here next year. It's not going to be the team that's you know contending for playoffs the year after. It's not going to be the team that's eventually, hopefully, competing for a Stanley Cup. So that's okay. It's okay that the team hasn't come together yet through 10 games. It's all right. This team's going to it's going to be a different looking team a month from now, two months from now, a week from now, two weeks from now. The team is going to be different. The lineup's going to be different. It's going to be hard to build chemistry, to to build consistency in the room and on the ice. So that's okay. It's a process. It's a process. It's okay. Uh, still a ton of work to do. Uh, once more plays made with the puck. Talks about instilling confidence and not being afraid to make mistakes. Uh, and, and that's interesting because when I hear that again, I'm thinking of Morgan Frost. You know, uh, you know, if any other players come to mind for you, yeah, let's talk about them. But um, he knows they have a problem getting stuck in their own zone. A lot of that is not being confident, making plays with the puck. You can't be afraid to make a mistake, right? And, you know, a lot of the reason why they're getting stuck in their own zone is lack of puck possession. And to, to keep puck possession, you have to make plays with the puck. You have to be moving without the puck, putting in yourself in a position to receive the puck, uh, you know, and, and, and so on. So, yeah, it, it, when, he, when Torts talks like that, you kind of get flashbacks to last year. And maybe, you know, maybe uh, the shine is starting to wear off, you know, from the beginning of the season. And guys, you know, maybe legs are getting heavy and it's like, all right, well, we're in this now. You know, and other teams are starting to find their legs, starting to figure their game out. This was all expected. You know, we know the Flyers are analytically not a good hockey team. We we watch the games. They don't have the puck for a long portion of games. And other teams, better teams, have the puck and are producing more shots, right? This is why Carter Hart is, is so great right now. He's stealing them games, which good goalies do. Newsflash. So, Torts wants them to be more consistent with the puck, wants them to be more consistent making plays, being more confident, and, and that will all come throughout the year. That will all come. Uh, if not throughout this year, it'll be here next year with new players. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, frust there's frustration not on the result, but on the effort that's put in. And I think that's important because I, I've said this in the past. Wins and losses do not matter this season. They don't. If they get two points, it's a bonus. It's the reward for how they played. Even in losses, though, they should be putting in maximum effort. There's no excuse to lose 3 nothing. There's no excuse to, to lose 5-2. to two. You know? You can lose one nothing to the Rangers in overtime and still feel good about yourself, still feel good about the way the Flyers played. Okay, something to build on. Okay, they were put in a tough spot and they didn't give up. You know, um, that's what you want to be seeing. And I, I, I want people to realize that it's not about wins. When you're watching Flyers games, it should be about are they improving as a team? And if who's not improving, who's not going to be here next year when the Flyers are going to be better, right? In my opinion, they're not very far off. They have a defense core in place. They have Carter Hart. The forward mix is foggy, right? We're seeing great play from Travis Konechny, who 
Wow, man. Wow. I, I got to give him props. Averaging over 20 minutes a game of ice time. He's got 11 points in 10 games, four goals, and seven assists for Travis Konechny. Wow. I mean, you guys listen to the show. You know my you know my thoughts and feelings on, on TK, right? Not not a fan, but I wanted more. And I'm I'm happy with what I'm seeing from TK. I was unsure of what to expect from him after camp. Because there were times where he didn't look like he was enjoying camp. And uh, you know, he's come out this year and he's playing like the TK we've all been been wanting to see for years now we know that he has it in him can he do it consistently can he be that guy consistently well through 10 games yes he is okay um still a long season left i'm rooting for him i'm I'm not waiting for him to not be good you know like a lot of flyers fans are doing with this team or they're doing with carter hart i like what i'm seeing from travis konechny let's let's hope that he can continue it that's what i want I'm not waiting to say, oh, I told you so about TK. No, not my style. I'm rooting for the Flyers. I'm rooting for TK. He's playing well. Give him credit. Kevin Hayes, 10 points, 10 games. I'm wondering if Hayes is one of those guys that Torch is talking about, maximum effort, um, you know, through 60. We'll see. He's getting uh, over 19 minutes of ice time. Kevin Hayes, 10 points in 10 games. Uh, leads the team in assists with nine. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, next on the team in points, picked him to lead the team in points for the year. I don't know if that's going to happen with the way Travis Konechny's playing. That's okay. Um, D'Angelo, seven points in 10 games, averaging 24 minutes of ice time, leads the team in ice time, which I don't think anyone expected that. Ivan Provorov's usually been that guy. Joel Farabee scored a goal last night, his third of the season, six points in 10 games. Off to a very good start. Um, had serious Had serious surgery. Over the offseason on his neck, came back a month earlier than expected. Six points in 10 games for Joel Farabee, three goals. It's good stuff. You know, I think this could be, I don't know what a breakout year for Joel Farabee looks like, but I think he could hit 25 goals. Maybe let's say 25 goals, 30 assists. That'd be nice to see. Okay. Um, yeah, Ivan Provorov averaging 23 minutes of ice time. Still yet to score a goal, which is, you know, he's not playing as much on the power play. Mm. So, yeah. After that, the scoring kind of drops off. Scotty Lawton, three goals. Wade Allison, two goals. Owen Tippett scored a goal last night. Very good. Three points in five games for Owen Tippett. He's been flying around out there. So let's keep an eye on Owen Tippett because if he can pan out, that would be a huge plus. If they could get, if they could figure out Owen Tippett, and he could start putting pucks in the net, two goals in five games. That's uh, we'll take that. I think on Owen Tippett. Let's hope we can keep that up. Um, so yeah, not going to get too much into the negatives here. We we know what this team is. Uh, there will be. I, I'm not going to sit here and try to be the smartest guy in the room. We know the Flyers aren't good. We know Carter Hart is bailing them out a lot. They're getting timely goals. Um, so yeah, Carter Hart right now two point ten. Goals against per game, a 9.43 save percentage, you know. And you go back over here and compare that to Felix Sandstrom's numbers, uh, 3.78 goals against average with an 8.94 save percentage. So Carter Hart is the reason why um, this team is 5-3-2 and two, and 5-0-2 oh, and two when Carter Hart starts. So um, that's going to do it for this episode, boys and girls. We're going to keep this one short. 
Uh, we're about 25 or so minutes in here. So hope you enjoyed this one. We'll be back with uh, the full band, hopefully this weekend, if not, then Monday or Tuesday next week. Uh, if not, I'll, I'll continue these 25-minute to half-hour clips to kind of, uh, you know, see how everyone's doing, you know, um, keep you posted on what's going on in the world of the Philadelphia Flyers. Hope you guys enjoyed this, and we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs>